what the fuck is up, duelists? Welcome to Pod of Greed, the world's number one and only Yu-Gi-Oh! podcast. We are, as always, sponsored by Kaiba Corp, and I am your host, Argyle, and I'm clearly French, can't you tell? <laughs> um, uh, I'm Max, and while you were dueling, I was studying the blade. Uh, I'm Dan, and, uh... I'm an I'm a di- I'm a discount Chaz. Uh That's it. Yeah. And I'm Audrey, aka Zetai Unme Mokushiroku. Let's go. Oh boy. Oh. <laughs> Let's fucking go. Oh. <sighs> hey, it's season two. It's, it's our season second year. Two, dear We're sophomores yeah. now. Mm-hmm. Uh, or, or juniors, depending or on how juniors? you count it. There's only three years in Duel Academy, so yeah. I think it's junior. Yeah, we're gonna get held back. So <laughs> it's just it's just which year would we rather repeat? Um, but we, we're we're here. We've done it. We started everything anew in season this? two. Yeah. Yeah. This episode. <laughs> yeah. This episode come life comes at you fast. So we get, it sure fucking does. We get three new characters introduced in the, mm-hmm. this. First I episode. Mean, yeah, they, in they about kind of have to front seconds, load it, right? Honestly. Yeah, so we, we get we get three three new significant characters, I should yeah. say, because we get an entire new school year of characters, technically. Yeah. But mm-hmm. we get three Yay. new three new significant characters introduced in this first episode, and none of them belong in the sh- same show. No, 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 no. Yeah, I mean, one to of be them fair, does. Well, yeah. To be fair, one of them doesn't even get named in this episode. Or in, in even in these two episodes, so right. No, we they, get a lot. Yeah, we we get his name. No, uh, I think I think he's thinking of uh, the funny JoJo man, Mr. No, the funny JoJo man oh, gets yeah, named yes. too. It's just very quick. Oh yeah, I wasn't even thinking of the JoJo man. I was thinking oh, of dinosaur. He, no, DNA he doesn't man. get yeah. for us. Yeah, for us. Yeah, we get we get we get Tyranno's name. Yeah. Um, um. Okay. Anyway, would y'all like to get into it? Yeah. Sure. So, anyway, the first. Fucking the, go. The first of these characters, the reason I say this is because we are immediately introduced to the first well, of these ki- characters. Episode 53, Destiny Begins, New Student, Edo Oh, yes. Uh, uh, GX yeah. Season 2, Episode 1, Back to Duel. Alright, hit it, Audrey. Uh, yeah, we are immediately introduced to one of these characters who is the new, I guess, temporary vice principal, because Kronos is only the temporary principal, as is noted Acting several- headmaster. Oh. Uh, as is noted several times throughout these episodes- Oh, no, but they don't say temporary in the dub. They just oh, say he's, he's the oh, new chancellor, and this is the vice chancellor. That's a shame, because it is a huge point of contention in the in the sub, where everyone's just like, well, you know, you're only here until uh, Dr. Phil comes back from vacation, and he, and, like, literally every line Kronos has is like, could you not call me temporary principal to everyone he speaks to? Um, Interesting. Yeah. He just gets owned all the time at fucking rules. Yeah. Um... So anyway, I guess temporary vice principal Napoleon. Who's yeah. just called Napoleon because because he just is, in fact, Napoleon. He just his, he's just a short, yeah, French. What more do you need? Huge jowls. <laughs> uh, his, yeah, go ahead. His name in the dub is Jean Louis Bonaparte. God and damn he, it! He, and he talks like this. He's, he's voiced by Mike Pollock, famous yes. voice of Doctor Eggman. Of yeah. Course. Uh, I mean, oh, no. Jean-Louis Bonaparte is also shaped like an egg, so it's fitting. Oh, yeah, no, he, he's like, he, he's shaped like a fucking toad. Like the Mario character, yeah. not the animal. <laughs> oh, okay. He fucking, 
What, what gets me about him? First of all, he's Kronos' boyfriend. That is an undeniable yeah. fact. Yes, yes, they're married. Uh, every single night, they che- they have sex like they're cheating on each other with each other. Um, <laughs> Damn. But... Ten years later, it is proud area. Ten years taste. later, cones my. Anyways, <laughs> they're anyway. They're like, they're he's like leading the, Tower of Pisa. Um, they're like the fucking producers. Napoleon it's is definitely yeah. It's Napoleon's definitely Nathan Lane, and that's all I'm gonna say about it. Yeah, mm. what's funny about him, though, is that, like, he's not nearly as French as Kronos is Italian. Like, right. he says, I think, like, soccer blue once, and that's about it. He calls everyone, like, Monsieur. But, like, yeah. that's it, really. He doesn't have an accent, but he does, like, pepper in a bunch of French phrases. That he mispronounces, of course. Yeah. yeah. Oh, wonderful. We do, we do get one Cebu play in these episodes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But. He doesn't like put his. He doesn't put as much like fucking stink on it like Kronos's voice actor does, though. Mm-hmm. No. Um, to be fair, uh, that's Italian a tough act is to follow. Italian yeah. is a more fun accent. To be fair. It, that, there was hey, there was never a French Elon. It's an it's now. an accent with more stank on it. <laughs> exactly. Just um, inherently. And so, so what we hear is that like you know Kronos is the acting headmaster because uh, Samejima, you know Doctor Phil, Commander Shepard, et cetera, et cetera, uh, is sick. I guess for some reason. And Kronos definitely poisoned this guy, right? Yeah. Well, it says sure. he's on vacation. In the version I have watched. Did you watch Crunchyroll? There's the sub on Crunchyroll? I thought it only the had entire, the first... Yeah, the entire sub's on Crunchyroll. I, what else would they have on Crunchyroll? Uh, is this like that time way back in, like, season three where we had a guest find, like, a weird fan sub of, um, of Yu-Gi-Oh? <laughs> No, so what Crunchyroll does is it has the, I think, first season dubbed. Uh, like, it, it, in order, it shows up as the first season yeah. dubbed. Yeah. So you have to scroll past that, and then wow. you get into the sub. But it's all on Crunchyroll, yeah. Oh, okay. So here's the thing. On Crunchyroll, it says season one sub, and then mm-hmm. subbed. But I think season one subbed is the entire series subbed. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, because of, of how that works. So anyway, no. So I went. Yeah, maybe I'll just stick with the fan subs. Shit. Uh, we could learn some valuable things about how people translated true. anime in the two thousands. <laughs> More Yay. differences. Compare and contrast. They, they yeah, are sprinting it, down to the docks. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, fucking run. I will say in the version I watch, which I I tend to think of fan subs as being more literal a lot mm-hmm. of the time. Uh, it says he was on vacation. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, I don't know why Crunchyroll translated it as he's sick because it very much makes it sound like there is a plot to get Kronos to be the headmaster of the school, one way or another. Um, Forty-seven. As they run down to the, t- yeah, they don't even mention or mention Commander Shepard by name in the in the <laughs> dub. They're just like, yeah, Crowler's the the chancellor now. Yay! We know uh, you didn't care about him. Mm-hmm. It's all uh, yeah. They're sprinting down to the docks because there's a, a new famous student also. It pauses for a second, mm-hmm. uh, so Jaden can narrate and yeah. tell us that Crowler's the new head uh, chancellor. Huh. Does it not do that in the sub? No, it's just yeah. I didn't think so. That sounded like a dub it. thing. Yeah, yeah, they, they... <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, so yeah, they're they're rushing down to the docks because this this new professional duelist mm-hmm. who they don't know why he's enrolling because I mean he's a professional duelist. Why would he need to go to school? But anyways, his name is Aster Phoenix, and he he is coming to dual school, and with him on their roster, they could be, like, 
you know, they could really shoot to stardom. Even though they're already presumably the most famous dueling school on the planet. Maybe the only one. Maybe there's another dueling school that's run by Pegasus. I mean, we know uh. that there's Duel Academy North. There's Duel Academy mm. North. Yeah, that's, it's a sister it school. Seems like that's it kind of sucks. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's the same for us. Um, it's he's Edo Phoenix instead of Aster Phoenix. Um, but yeah, he's a professional duelist going to the school, and the whole thing is that they want to raise the sort of clout of the school by having such a prestigious duelist here. Um, and the new kids are arriving by boat, and we do see uh, Judai is like basically trying to become a role model to every single student he sees, which is I that's very cute. I like that a lot. Mm-hmm. And everyone else is watching him do this and be like. What? is he doing like, <laughs> this ain't it yeah everyone's like who does he think he is now like manjame asuka and show are all watching mm-hmm. this happen it's like it's the fucking it's, peanut gallery it's been three months dude like chill yeah like his <laughs> grades are some of the worst he's good at dueling but you know like mm-hmm. he's almost been expelled about half a dozen times mm-hmm. uh they're, like, talking about this new student that Jaden's meeting up with, and he says, You can call me AP. And Jaden's response is, Okay, app. Uh, <laughs> That's... Because he's about to duel this this new kid who looks exactly like the Aster Phoenix guy from the, the photograph. Uh, mm-hmm. He also says, Let's duel. Oh, wait, that's the wrong catchphrase. I mean, get your game on. Uh, yeah. Very cute. Yeah, I like that. Okay, all right, I'll I'll give it a pass for kids. We get the OP. Um, just so I know, uh, sub watchers, what did they change up the OP for the start of the new season or only the visuals? Uh, Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. So yes and no. So the song is still ninety nine percent. Yeah. But the visuals are actually really cool. I I really do like the visuals. So it opens with um a giant wing. Rebo made out of actual cards. It's like Holy a mosaic, shit. like a pixel like a collage, sort of like yeah, like a collage made out of actual cards, and it goes through like all the main characters, and it shows their decks behind them, like again, just like laid out, like almost as you would see. In yeah, Neo we get Pro. we get those okay. in the in the in the dub visuals as well. I'll, I'll talk about them more once you're done. Um, I I enjoy it. Uh. It's mostly, like, opening up on that, like, giant winged Karibo made out of cards is very Yeah, good. I just hoot and holler whenever I see it. It fucking rules. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we get a lot of the... We, we, it's the same song for the dub as well, uh, but the visuals have changed also. But they do reuse a lot of the stuff they use from season one. Yeah. And when they do, it looks like shit because <laughs> they have it's- slowed down some of it. To, I guess, better pace, match the song, or in the case of, like, the opening shot where it shows, like, uh, Jaden, Cyrus, Bastion, and Chumley, they slowed it down so it doesn't show Chumley, like, shuffle in at the end. Um, it's, it's really bad. Um, like, a lot worse than the season one one. But we do get those, those cool, like, uh, deck backgrounds with the, the high quality character art on top of them. So that's nice, Mm. but otherwise, yeah, pretty bad. Does your character art feature um, Bastion doing DreamWorks face? Because ours does. Yes, yes, of course. Good. It fuck. <laughs> it knocked me on my ass. I'm just watching Yu-Gi-Oh, and then all of a sudden, fucking boom, B movies here. Clearly, Jaden, you don't own an air fryer. I forgot he was fucking <laughs> British in the dub. British guy, but baby, um, he's British. Uh, 
feet. <laughs> what a battle. Um, <laughs> I'm not doing this yeah. again. No. Um, I forgot what I was going to say. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, so there, after the OP, we still see, you know, Judai down dueling. And he knows, all he knows is that the kid's name is Edo. So he doesn't put together, he doesn't know who Edo Phoenix is at all. But like, mm-hmm. Tomei is there and Sho and Asuka and Manjume are all watching him duel. Um, Manjume is like, wow, Judai is like such a fucking horrible role model. I can't imagine a guy worse than him. And then Sho is just like, you're not good either. You fucking suck, dude. No one likes you. <laughs> Very disrespectful. These episodes are the Manjume disrespecting hours. Yeah. Uh, uh, so, uh, yeah, Cyrus explains that, uh, that this guy just sort of showed up in their dorm room and said, Hey, I want to duel the best student in the school, and that's Jaden. Uh, he does, like, a little voice, like, imitating, uh, Aster Phoenix while doing it, uh. Wait, what does he sound like for you? Uh, I, I don't know. It's hard to describe. It's just a little deep, but a little off. It's, it's a weird voice. Hmm. Yeah, well. He just sounds normal. He's not, like, doing an accent or anything. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. (laughs) Listeners, (laughs) Uh, I I have a new government-assigned favorite character, Uh, and it was was voiced by Akira Ishida, who has a very long and storied career, and- Which you'll hear about at the end of the episode. Oh, you're doing him today? Oh, wait, shit. I just rewatched the opening, and I I assumed Uh, that Bastion was in it. That we actually don't get that Bastion shot. God damn. Aww. What the fuck? Oh, it's okay. I'll, I'll... We get, like, all the other characters, but we don't get Bastion. <laughs> Just remind uh, me, I'll turn it into a fucking emoji so we can have a yeah. face Bastion whenever we want it. Um, um, I, I may I may, may have some uh, comments to contribute to the, uh, the Akira Ishida discussion. Uh, I, I've, I've watched a lot of shows. Akira Ishida is a man who's made his career off of playing homosexuals. Uh, I will not go into him. that <laughs> further right now, but I mean that literally in BL and also any slightly gay-coded character in, like, non-BL series. Mm-hmm. Um, he plays the exact kind of, like, smug, polite character that knocks me on my ass every time, and you can bet your sweet ass that Edo is exactly that character as well. Wonderful. <laughs> so... Anyway, I, it took me it took me about two seconds to clock him, and I was in hell ever since then. <laughs> we, we get two absurdly recognizable voice actors in this yes. episode, don't we? Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, but <laughs> moving it's, on, it's, it's it's very funny. Also, who who recognized which one of them? Yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah. <laughs> so moving on. Um. They begin the duel, and Edo plays Ojama Yellow, and Machime is immediately like, in this day and age, I'm the only duelist who would play a puny card like that. And then fucking Ojama Yellow's like, shows up, he's like, please stop being mean to me, please. I think, like, he says, like, uh, get away, Pitstain, and uh, Ojama <laughs> Yellow says, aww, you, I love it when you call me by my pet name. Oh. This, hmm. this is Curious. unhealthy. This is really, yeah. Asuka certainly thinks so because she like you know doesn't see card spirits, so she just sees Manjume talking to an invisible minion on his shoulder. Boy, ain't right. Yeah. No, I I think I didn't mean should, you. 
she mm-hmm. she must know what's going on at this point, even if she can't see it herself, because everyone else can. So I, I think she's mm-hmm. probably at the point where it's like, no, I guess I'm the crazy one, not them. Miss <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> uh, Dorothy uh, knows that this guy came into the card shop just this morning to make his deck with just, like, random card packs. Mm-hmm. And also, Miss Dorothy is taking care of Pharaoh now. Yeah, He's holding yeah, him I the whole that. duel, and he was hanging out in the card shop in that flashback. I mean, Pharaoh has fucking has to. Pharaoh has been upgraded to Bodega Cat. <laughs> He's Yay. a Bodega Cat. Yay! Oh, good for him. Um, yeah. Uh, uh, Tomei mentions that yeah, this guy isn't anyone to fuck with because not only did he show up at like seven a.m. in the card shop asking to buy cards, but he said, "Oh, I'll just buy eight packs. You know, you need forty cards to make a deck, right?" So he just literally made an entire deck with just like the eight card or the eight decks. Yeah. He made a deck with the eight packs he bought that morning. With, so with he's 40, just using fucking random cards. Yeah, 40 completely random cards. Mm-hmm. Um, fucking, I like that. That's very cool. I like Edo already. He just mm-hmm. he seems like a fun, normal, non-evil boy. Yeah, he certainly does. Uh, speaking of being non-evil, he pulls out his cell phone in the middle of the duel to speak to his totally not-evil boss. Oh my boss. god, fucking kids these days! <laughs> yeah, well, I love I He's love like, this, hey, what's we- up? And it... <laughs> Well, before before we get to who's on the phone, I just want to talk about Judai's reaction today because this is very much a millennial Gen Z divide I culture know. culture ward. <laughs> mm-hmm. like he sees him answering his phone, and and Judai's like, I guess things have changed since my day. Yeah, you're a it's year really older. Than, you're maybe a year older than this yeah, dude. I know it's really funny because like as uh, Edo picks up his phone, Judai's like, "Don't get mad! Don't get mad! Don't get mad!" It's very weird. Hearing Jude, I have to calm himself down, but I think he just loves dueling that much. And in like, you know, in the peanut gallery, show Asuka and Manway are also like this fucking guy. Kids these days would rather catch Pokemon creatures than fetch a crummy pail of water. Why don't you Pokemon go to the polls? <laughs> uh, so he's getting this call from an ominous figure who is yep. using. Like, a- hey, what's up, boss? <laughs> Yeah, he plays like a card from a deck of tarot cards, mm-hmm. uh, and it is the Reaper of Souls in reverse, because they can't say death. Uh, the guy on the other end is just like, I'm evil, I can't wait to commit our evil plot, and he's, Aster's like, yeah, that's pretty cool, like, yeah, that's a, yeah, I can't wait. Mm-hmm. Bring me whole horse. S- yeah, so, <laughs> the voice of this uh, as-yet-unnamed character is none other than, t- I mean, again, we I know we've done Tomb World in this guy before because he was a character in Duel Monsters. Uh, this is Takahito mm-hmm. Koyasu, or you may know him as fucking Dio Brando. Yeah. And and this this is what fuck, turned my brain into jelly because, he, you know, voice is immediately recognizable. He's doing tarot. So I, there is a concerningly large chance that, like, a talent scout at David Production or whoever, if a different studio did the voice like coaching for the JoJo's anime, heard Dio's voice actor play a character in Yu-Gi-Oh! And it's like, ah, this is who I want to yell the world. Because I know yeah. this fool's going to have to fucking yell the world eventually. He's going to go through all the tarot, I bet. Uh, this guy is voiced by Maddie Blaustein in the dub. Which is oh. so good. Wait, cool. that's not a joke? That's not no, a joke. No, she, she cool. literally voices him in the dub. It's fucking really good. Outstanding. Fuck yeah. Oh, I can't wait to find out who the fuck this guy is. <laughs> also, Aster is voiced by uh, Pete Zaruska, a.k.a. Oliver Wyman, a.k.a. Uh, 
Siegfried von Schroeder from season five. Yeah, that tracks. Okay, uh, yeah. All right. Yeah, okay, yeah, it <laughs> really tracks. Um, and, and he plays uh, Inverted Death, which is yes. probably not good. I don't know much about tarot, but I know that you probably don't want to draw death. Uh, yeah, but he's like, death. hey, that's, that's good for us. Death mm-hmm. isn't uh, actually that bad. Um, isn't death supposed to be more like change? Yeah, yeah. that's death, death represents change. Devil is also not really that bad, especially mm. if you're asking about romance. Devil's actually well, That sounds like something the devil would say, so. Um, yeah, but change, but when you get it reversed, it means like change, like that you're not prepared for or like. Hmm. able able to handle like everything that's that's reversed obviously takes on a more negative meaning um mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. so still not great okay yeah. yeah uh but he but he sees you know he gets his card in the flashback and get to the present and uh we see a new boy or a new type of boy because judai <laughs> plays uh clay clay man oh yeah. my god and then yeah and oh then he god. tributes it to summon Clay Guardman. Um, Who's the football player. <laughs> he's shield. a fucking football player. Eye Shield 2021. Clay it's Clayman wearing football pads. It's like... It's so fucking choice. <laughs> I love the. I love all the like accessories that Clayman gets. Can the football I... Clayman drive a car? Oh. As, as all of the characters from season one dig deep into developing their archetypes... I'm, like, extremely excited to see the new cards and, like, how these archetypes expand over the next, like, two mm-hmm. years. Yeah. Because uh, mm-hmm. you really see you really see a lot of effort. I mean, we see it a little bit here with Judai, but we really see it with Manjame in the next episode, all the new fucking Ojama yeah, cards. Yeah, yeah, there's a ton gets. of new Ojama shit. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just, like, delightful. Mm-hmm. I love being reminded that I can buy this merchandise physically in a real store. Yeah. Uh, I, I want to say... Cyrus makes a fucking American Pie reference. What? Yeah, what? yeah, he this, does. This one time at Duel Camp, and what the fuck, starts telling a story. It's very st- strange for the. I guess just everybody in the two thousands was making band camp jokes. Sure. Yeah, it was the two thousands, all right. Uh, we, all, we we all been there. We all remember the funny movie about the man who has sex with the pie. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I've never seen it. <laughs> Uh, me neither. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, AP, AP does use the Millennium Gun. Uh, yeah, he the very much gun. does play the Millennium Gun, which made me fucking hoot and holler. It's not censored. I don't no. know if we pointed this out no, before. No, yeah, it's, not censored it's a fucking pyramid. It's fine. That's yeah. Gun. It's not a gun, it's a pyramid. Mm-hmm. Can't uh, argue with that. Can't argue with that. And definitely can't. And he goes on this whole thing about his motivation, which is he he is a firm believer in destiny and fatalism. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we get this flashback He's to... He's a fucking Calvinist. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, we get this flashback to uh, AP's mysterious manager. Uh, the... Sitting at a mad fucked up table. It looks like the bed from Stardew Valley. It's so <laughs> messed fucked up. It looks like he's sitting in where the fucking uh, heartless hangout in Kingdom Hearts yeah, 2. Yeah, that, yeah, that too. He's in a he's in a fucking Namine's room. <laughs> he should be on a giant chair. Uh, he should be on a very tall chair. <laughs> uh, he like plays some tarot cards and tells uh, AP that 
According to fate, Jaden is supposed to defeat AP, and of course, Aster Phoenix, he's like, but I'm an undefeated champion, I don't want to lose to this, but the, but Sartorius insists on it. That's this guy's name, it's Sartorius. Yeah, uh, we don't know this fool's name, we haven't, we have yet to hear it, but mm-hmm. I'm gonna call him Dio until then. Yeah. Uh, probably after knowing you. Probably mm-hmm. after knowing you. Um, yeah, yeah, he, and, and what clues Edo and Dio in that he's going to be defeated is that he flips uh, the chariot inverted, which means defeat according to Yu-Gi-Oh! GX, mm-hmm. which is a fun fact I'll just take with me the rest of my life. Um, and throughout the entire duel, too, he he's kind of acting like unimpressed and disappointed with Judai. Um, not mm-hmm. really in the way that uh, Rio was at the end of season one, but more like, you know, he's, Judai plays all these hero decks and like he's just very naive and young and, you know... he. Obviously, Judai's about forging your own path, you know, drilling through the heavens, that kind of shit. So Edo's just like, mm, okay, this kid is just like some silly goofball. He's not anything special to write home about. I'm not going to fucking report back to Dio on this guy. I've posted the fucked up table. <laughs> I don't like it. And a fucking glass chair, too, homie. That is not going to work. The glass chair doesn't have legs on the back either, so that's just like kind of. Yeah, his, his stand is holding it aloft. You sit well, down on that too hard, you're you're chopping your legs <laughs> you're off. You're fucking dead. I mean, I will I will say it looks like conceivably I could say that um, the leg that you do see is in the center of the seat. Oh yeah, um, it, I'm I've got the full thing in front of me. I, the screenshot I took cut it off, but it's got just like one little flat bit at the bottom and then a, a pillar supporting the middle of it yeah regardless it doesn't look like terribly uh supportive I, I, or comfortable yeah i'd be a, very like nervous sitting i would be nervous sitting in this thing well you guys simply do not appreciate the uh aesthetic uh mm. that that our our mysterious stranger is going for here and his dedication yeah. to it yeah, also, he, no, he, has, he does have spats. Oh yeah. my god. I can't fucking wait. Um, yeah, and, and at one point uh, they hear, like, uh, Edo's gonna do some sure kill combo to defeat Judai, and he plays Winged Kuribo. Um, and at that point, Edo's like, hmm, I can see why they call you legendary. And we cut over to the peanut gallery, and Asuka's like, legendary stupidity? And Sho says, legendary irresponsibility? And Montoya's like, he's a legendary idiot. It's like, thanks, friends. Mm-hmm. I love this fucking... This This is a real group of friends. <laughs> yes, this feels... It feels actually very organic. It is, yeah. yeah. No, it's I, one I of like friends. it. Uh, so, what happens next? Um, Jaden does a lot of, like, card lampshading? Like, weird snarky... Being snarky about the cards that he plays? Because he, he plays, like... Karibo, like, Flute of Karibo Summoning or whatever it's called, and he's like, it does... It summons a Karibo, wouldn't you know? And then he plays the Warrior Returning Alive, which he says, um, it, it lets me summon a Warrior that returns alive. Mm. Uh, yeah. it's... It, it's dumb, but... Yeah, uh... It does sound Judai sort of, like, playing into the, the sort of, um... You know, being a mentor to these kids, like acting like everything is new and novel, and explaining what it feels does. like he's being cocky more to me. But mm, you know, just okay. like sh- like trying to stunt on this like perceived freshman, you know? Yeah, because in the sub, he doesn't really do that. He just is like normal. 
doesn't really act like out of the ordinary or anything. He's just like he's still trying to show the kid up. He's like, all right, I'm not holding back anymore. But he's never like cocky. Yeah, that's not uh, not my Judai. Right. Uh. So, uh, Jaden is able to win the match by uh doing this thing where he summons up uh he basically gets the monsters to summon uh Tempest. Then Tempest. yeah. And then he, like, diffuses them, uh, gets them all to attack individually, uh, and he wins. Uh. Yay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. And. I. I feel like. I feel like I'm missing a chunk in my notes where. Is they there, just like, congratulate some... each other on yeah. a duel well done. Aster is, like, a head taller. Uh, I mean, shorter than Jay. Yeah, he's baby. He's very mm-hmm. baby. Yeah, he's a manlet. Um. <laughs> <laughs> he's uh, he, he's like he's like fifteen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. He's baby. I know. Yeah. I know. Uh, um, but but you know, Judai's like trying to like cheer him up because like the the thing is, Edo is kind of he's kind of disappointed that he like I I, I don't know he he's just kind of disappointed. He's like skeptical about Dio's predictions. He's mm-hmm. like, I didn't grow from this duel at all. Like, even though I was fated. I feel like I didn't learn anything, so he's kind of like walking off. And I like, cheated. I cheated not only myself but the game. <laughs> the game but yeah, myself. I didn't learn. Yeah. Um. And fucking. But he, he trusts Sartorius's judgment, even if he, you know, doesn't really get it. Hmm. Uh. And as like he walks away, and Judai runs back to his friends. Judai very much does say, "Hey, the new guy sure is cute, huh?" Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he, he literally <laughs> says that. It's- okay, okay, wait, wait, wait. In the dub, it's like Dorothy and uh, Alexis say, wow, he was kind of cute. And uh, Jane's like, I didn't notice or anything. But uh, yeah, sure. That's unfortunate. <laughs> well, yeah, I, no. I still read it as like, yeah, I definitely didn't notice that he's really cute and I don't like him or anything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, as I... I don't know if he if he was before this, but I can tell you now, voiced by Akira Ishida, Edo's gay. Yeah. One hundred percent. The the foremost Akira Ishida character that comes to mind with white hair doesn't necessarily meet a good end, so I'm hoping we're gonna get a Kaoru? little gonna get off a little better than this guy. Are you mm. talking about Kaoru? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Not great. Not great. But homosexual. Yeah. <laughs> Damn it's true. <laughs> Uh, Woo. yeah, yeah, and then Show realizes, oh wait, shit, that's fucking that's Edo Phoenix, duelist extraordinaire, and he tells everyone that he's the young genius duelist who has a record streak at the dueling championship. And Judai's like, wow, his deck was kind of doo doo ass. And Tommy's Tommy speaks, but she's like, ah, but Judai, there's a reason his deck was doo doo ass. And she explains, and everyone's like, whoa, damn, fuck, shit. Yeah, Judai's like, wait, shit, fuck, it was that close, and it was a total rando deck. God damn it. Also, I want to fight rules. his real deck so bad. Yeah, but yeah, also, God. a rematch with the cute I, I, boy. I want to fight him real bad and also maybe kiss him afterwards. Who knows? It's the fucking, he has, it's the fucking, like, Poe, uh, Edgar Allan Poe and uh, Jules Verne, uh, yeah. Mark of Vagrant script. Yes. <laughs> Dear Edo, I like your deck. I think your deck and my deck could be friends. <laughs> he draws a picture oh, of that's good. he sends him a picture of uh fucking winged Karibo and uh what are those dudes that a- AP was using and Oh the they- fucking like warriors Zoloft or something. 
The warrior SSRIs. almost right. Yeah. They're like hugging and it says bros. Uh... Yes. I'm making a new archetype, by the way, that's antidepressants. Okay, no, it was the warrior of Zera and Archlord Zerato, so I was basically right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, we get a little... And then we cut... Yeah. Yeah, we, you go down. We get a little epilogue scene. Uh, hmm. So, Crowler and Bonaparte have been at the docks all day, just hoping to see AP get on and just, like, welcome him, but he never showed up. It's evening you now. Just say Aster, Fe- Aster Phoenix. Yeah, He's not hiding his name anymore. <laughs> yeah, Aster Phoenix. It's a cool name. What are you talking about? To be honest, it's because I I have a friend named AP, and it's throwing me off. Uh, anyways, uh, they're just they're a little disappointed. It's sunset. The last boat has come in. Uh, and then this big guy with dreadlocks. Uh, with a bit of, like, a military theme to him, shows up. Uh, he announces he is the best duelist west of the Rio Grande, and he does not understand why they assigned him to yellow and not blue. God. <laughs> he, so yeah, he, he jumps off. He fucking grabs Kronos by the scruff of his, uh, his petticoat. Mm-hmm. And, you know, again, he asks why he's in yellow and not blue. And, and he ends all the sentences with Soros or Dawn. And he introduces himself as Dinosaur Master Tirano Kenzon. Huh. I For some we, reason, I thought it was this. I don't think we get his name, but I know what his name is. I can say it I mean, now. We, we can just say it in, in the dub. It's Tyranno Hasselberry. Duke Tyranno Hasselberry. Hasselberry? Sure, Hasselberry. I like sure. it. I think that's a... Uh, I is, love that. Uh, another... This is, this is a choice. Uh, so, four kids, I, I've always been fascinated as i've talked about before about which in dual monsters at least which names uh that poor kids chose to change what they chose to change them to and then which names they just kept yeah i've I've always been very fascinated by them changing like anzu to the very common name of teya i know i know so many teyas yeah like jonochi to joey is you know that makes sense that makes sense and like Tristan Taylor has the same, at least, like, um... Alliteration. Alliteration as uh, Hiroto Honda. So, like, fine. But, like, Anzu to... Uh, and, but, like, keeping Ryo Bakura, keeping Yugi Mudo, but changing Mudo to Moto, changing, yeah. like, you know, all, yeah. all these things. But the yeah, one that... Yeah, and Haga to Weevil Underwood. Yeah, but, like, the, the, uh, those, those make sense. But the one that always, like, was funniest to me was changing Pegasus to Pegasus. I know. To a different version of Pegasus. Yeah. yeah. Peg- Pegasus can't be his fucking first yeah, name, but I know plenty name. of people Ridiculous. with the last name Pegasus. Yeah. From Pegasus J. Crawford to Maximilian Pegasus, which is just like Maximilian J. Pegasus is still the same middle initial. <laughs> fucking hell! Uh, so My anyway. name is now Crawford Maximilian. <laughs> uh, so this is like, in my opinion, like another Pegasus situation where it's like, you're keeping his name the same. What is the point? It's a this. fucking, it's a Taco Bell menu. The ingredients are all there, just moved around in a fun, new, interesting way. <laughs> uh, uh, you know, but, Tyrannal but, uh, Hasselberry has a, a, a southern accent. I'm not going to do it right now. I refuse. Sorry. It, it, it hits too close to home, don't it? <laughs> no, I, I just don't feel like it. Um, He's stealing southern growler. Uh, mm-hmm. So yeah, uh, Bonaparte is able to like save face by explaining... Well, it's 
Blue's kind of like the preppy house, and we wanted you to have like a more down-to-earth house. Uh, oh, interesting. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you've got a certain kind of joie de vivre, you know, a je ne sais quoi, <laughs> as it were. And he's like, pas une pipe, et cetera, et cetera. <laughs> Bonaparte is like that character Luke played in like year two Cup of Greed, where he's a French chef, but he Asiago. just has a yeah, John Claude Asiago, <laughs> yes. but he's doing a southern accent. Oh, I love that. Yeah, for us, it, they explain this like, well, B- Blue is the elite of the elite, but like you got since you weren't like a duelist from middle school, you got in based on your merit, and you still got the best possible rank. So he's like, oh fuck yeah, thanks, old man, and he just like walks away. Um, and we sorry, get sorry sort of, for almost choking you out. Yeah, he just kind of brushes them off and walks away. It's great. Um, then we get the sort of like seeds of this new conflict because Cronus is really sad that Edo isn't here. Edo never showed up, mm-hmm. and Napoleon's like, "Well, what if we fucking d- demolish the Osiris Red Dorm so the school becomes elites only?" Yeah, by by getting rid of all the the Slifer Reds, we will bring the average dueling skill of the school up, so we'll be better then, right? Fucking impeccable plan. Tremendous. Thank you, Napoleon. <laughs> I I love the the implication here for me being that Kronos accepted this position away from his husband to further advance his career, and now his husband is like, "Well, what have you even done with that?" I know. <laughs> what have you had to got to show for it, baby? Yeah. Oh, so sad. Um, uh, that's episode. Yeah, that's the episode. Do, do we not want to get our games on? Oh, yeah. Let's, let's get, get our games on. Mm-hmm. Uh, who, who's going go first? first? Uh, I can go first. Daniel. Yeah. Uh, Audrey? Yeah. yeah, sure, I can go. Um, so, I just finished playing Celeste. Fuck yeah. Yay, yeah, I saw you playing on Steam. Yeah. Um, I, so, uh, here's something I've learned about myself. I'm just fundamentally terrible at platformers. Uh, I... They're hard. They are. It's a hard are. game. It, I mean, Celeste is, in my opinion, a particularly hard game, but there are other platformers that I've tried, and I'm like, man, this is fucking impossible. And they're like, yeah, no, it's a pretty average platformer, actually. And I'm like, cool. So it's just, like, a genre I'm not pretty good at. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which is fine. No one's yeah. good at everything. I just can't get my fingers to operate like that. But Celeste is lovely because it has assist mode. Yeah. Yes. So, the assist mode is so good. Yeah, so... You know, with with the help of assist mode, I was able to get very easily through the entire game and see all of it. And it's such a beautiful game with such a beautiful soundtrack and a really lovely story uh, and a really, really lovely way of expressing that story. Uh, There is a lot of things that remain unsaid in it, which I appreciate. Uh, Mm -hmm. It doesn't it doesn't like spell everything out for you, but it's still very obvious what has happened to Madeline. Uh, to sort of dra- drive her to this moment where she's climbing Mount Celeste. Um, yeah, it's a, it's a it's a beautiful game, and I I really enjoyed. I would not say I play, played Celeste so much as I experienced it. Uh, since yeah. the, I did, I the the amount of assist mode that I used left very little room for actually. It playing. still counts. It still counts. No, no, no. Oh, 
Oh, I'm not. I'm not ashamed of it. I'm just saying yeah, that it wasn't no. really playing. It was. It was. But it was. It was a very nice experience. Yeah. Fuck mm. yeah. Good game. Cool. Accessibility. Good. Yeah. Rules. Love Celeste, it. Good. Uh, okay. Let's go next. Yeah. Sure. I'll go next. Uh, I actually beat Resident Evil Four for the first time the other day. <laughs> oh uh, fuck as yeah! As it turns out, I had gotten up literally like to. 10 feet from the final boss before and just quit then. Uh, but I actually, I actually did it this time and I beat it. It's a, it's an extremely good game. Uh, yay. yay. Yeah. Woo. I mean, it's Resident Evil four. You know what it is. I don't really need to talk about it. What are you buying? Uh, I, I, I would like maybe a bolt action rifle, please. A red nine. Perhaps? I'll buy it at a high price. No, no, I'm buying it. I'm buying it, sir. Please. I've rapidly um, exhausted all of the fucking Resident Evil 4 merchant dialogue I know. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Um, yeah, good game. I still need to play... I, I did Assignment Ada, which is, like, pretty quick. It's like you can get that done in less than half an hour. But I do have separate ways, which is... It's a bit more robust, so I'm going to be I doing that, that next. Yeah! <laughs> yeah, the, the, that's all I've got. Who's Fuck next? Yeah. Uh, I could go next. Uh, Hit it. I... So, the new season of Destiny dropped, so I've been playing oh, yeah. Destiny 2, uh, season of the Splicer. Some, just to go over some highlights, there is a new storyline about uh, the last city being hit with an endless night, thanks to the Vex. So, the they're teaming up with uh, the Elixir, specifically House Light and Mithrax, who is a character that's been, like, alluded to a bunch, and you... And just, like, hinted at, you meet them very briefly a few times. Uh, and it's really cool to see them, like, in person doing stuff. Uh, you can, uh, uh they added a tran a transmog system. Uh, so I've styled up my, uh, Titan with some classic looks from my year mm. one armor set. Uh, they're... The trailer fit notably featured uh, Baby Elixney. Uh Very nice to see. I would like to see the baby, etc. Uh, Destiny 2 fans when Glup Shido comes on screen. <laughs> <laughs> we got our Glup Shido. Uh, we, let's see. Uh, uh, there's also uh, a new activity where you, like, go... You, like, deposit a bunch of moats into a thing. Uh, you go into, like, this sort of cyber world that the Vex control and and uh, take out a big guy at the end. There's, like, platforming and stuff. It's great. Good season. I'm enjoying Destiny 2, season of the Splicer so much. It's got all these, like, plot elements that I've been very fascinated in just coming to a head. I love to see it. That's it. Love to see it. Mm -hmm. Outstanding. Um, I have been dipping into this very, very cute little, uh, sort of puzzle game. Uh, it's called Dwarf Romantic. I did buy that, yeah. by the way, when you recommended it the other yeah. day. Yeah. D-O-R-F Romantic with a K. I don't like to um, play it because it makes my computer get really hot. I don't know why. It's not, it's decently nice looking. Um, I guess there's like, because there's no really like occlusion. It probably just like, has everything rendered all the time. Um, but it is a, think Carcassonne. Uh, but on he like on a hexagonal grid, like Catan, um, which is basically a game where y you have this like the stack of forty tiles, and the tiles have different like landscape pieces on them, like 
uh, houses and, and rivers and trees and plains and fields. And you have to kind of like, it's like this very Zen game where you're just attaching tiles to each other, trying to like build big groups of them, like, you know, attach a bunch of tree tiles, build forests. And like, you'll get tiles that have numbers on them and they'll like ask you to connect them to that many number of the other tile or like more than that, or like close off a chain that you're building. It's this very sort of Zen game where literally all there is is just the one game mode where you just you just yeah. play and you put tiles down. You go for the there, high there score. There are um, also certain tiles that have restrictions. So like railway railways and water tiles can only be put down, right? Connected to other ones of the same type. Yeah, exactly. And you can't like make it go through things. It has to like have an endpoint. And you you get like a random tile. So some of it's luck, but it's just this very cute, very like it's like low poly <laughs> landscape. So you, you always have this very like uh, pleasing. <laughs> sort of like village that you've made by the end of it. Can I can I just say it sounds adorable. The first thing I thought of when I was hearing all these rules about the tiles was the um game Papyrus Challenges you two in Undertale. Oh, in Undertale? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> With all the, no, yeah, the all the tiles have the different rules right. and you have to you have to make it through them. Yeah. yeah. That one. I promise it's infinitely simpler than that. But yeah, it's like ten bucks on Steam. It's an early access now. They're adding a creative mode later. I can see them adding like a multiplayer mode in because it seems really easy to just kind of hand off tiles each turn to a different player um yeah, that'd be cute. Yeah, it's a fun game check it out dwarf mm-hmm. romantic that's my recommendation when you said dwarf romantic when you first said it to me i was like oh like dwarf fortress but like a romance <laughs> game that was my thought yeah, well, yeah like, same bone down dwarf uh dwarf fortress uh dating sim Red- yeah so yeah so like, like a fan-made dwarf dwarf fortress dating the, sim i was Go the, dwarf, the dwarf cinematic universe uh, dating sim. So any any piece of media that has dwarf in its name. So dwarf fortress, red dwarf, uh, you know, on and on. Fucking hell. Uh, yeah, what I was thinking more like tusks, uh, which is a uh, dating sim where you for orcs, an orc dating sim. Uh, hmm. uh, Interesting. Yeah. So this is the midpoint of the show. Yep. Yes. Which means that if you give us $10 on Patreon. Well, thank you. In the following manner. With the following people. Which are... Boo Boo Hakusho. Eruviru. A jazz dumpster. Nero Wyvern. Number one Edelgard stand. And Sarvis. That's Big it. old merci to you all. Thank you. Grazie. Mama. Um, y'all want to get our game off and talk about the next GX episode? Sure. Please. Yeah. Let me hit y'all with episode 54 of Yu-Gi-Oh! GX, Thunder vs. the Little Elite, Mecha Ojama King, Move Out. Uh, uh, go ahead, Dan. Uh, season two, episode two, Champion or Chasbin? Okay, never mind. All the fucking goodwill that four kids bought at the beginning of the first episode is gone. No, they still terrible. This is good. No, it's good. Wretched, horrendous. Um, speaking of terrible, wretched, and horrendous, Manjume is dueling some fucking upstart first year, and the whole gang is like running late for it. They're hauling ass down the hallway to get there. This uh, yeah, this uh, kid is literally supposed to be like in the same position that. Chaz was at the start of season one, where he's like the top-ranking duelist from like a fancy prep school. I like his look; like he's got these really uh, strange eyes that we we don't 
Like the the you know you don't see on Yu Gi Oh characters much. Yeah, he, he doesn't yeah. look like he's from this show. Yeah, I, yeah. I will say, generally speaking, it, his clothes all fits him correct, but he comes off with an entire air of uh, his boot too big for his goddamn foot. He got yeah, feet. he looks like two he's kids in a trench coat, clothes. but it's just one yeah. kid. <laughs> Uh, and his hair is kind of like Chaz's, but a little, like, not as good. Like, his he, hair... he wasn't able to tease it out as much. Yeah, his hair would be able to be rendered in 3D. Is it... <laughs> right, yeah. Unlike, yeah. unlike Manjame's. He's got yeah, karaoke hair. It feels like he's going for the same thing, but he, he has, he does not have the ability to make non-Euclidean hair. Right. And his name, for us in the sub at least, is Hozon Gokaido. Uh, his name is mentioned exactly once... As a joke, and it's Reginald Van Howell the Third. Oh, fuck! Fuck yeah, this guy. I feel like <laughs> yeah, so the, really feel like nobody deal- wins in this situation here. Yeah, Majime do- doesn't win. This kid doesn't win. Chronos maybe barely wins. No one really comes up on top at the end of these episodes. Yeah. yeah. So the deal is that if Chaz wins this duel, he can get back into Obelisk Blue. Yeah. Uh, and and uh, Jaden, Cyrus, and Alexis are running to go, go watch this because I mean Jaden can't miss a duel. He'll he'll he won't run to class, but he'll he'll run to a duel. Especially, and they're like, who 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 thought this up? Yeah. You know what kind of what kind of boob would think this is a good idea? And Doctor <laughs> Crowler is standing in front of them and says, "This boob." <laughs> wow, uh, I'm I'm once I'm impressed with the writing of uh, of that one that they had. Yeah. Coronas to me, did she say this boob? <laughs> yeah, yes, this boob. God, I st- we still get continued bits of everyone calling Kronos the acting headmaster, and yes. he fucking hates it. Yeah, um, most, and he- most notably, I mean, Napo- Napoleon won't let it go, but then Show calls him temporary, and he like loses it. He's like, you don't need to say the temporary part. <laughs> uh, and he kind of reveals that like Manjame wasn't the first choice uh, for this duel. He reveals that he wanted Edo Phoenix to be the sort of, like, star power duelist here, but he, you know, we don't know he doesn't show up, and we know that Kronos knows this, because we cut to Kronos in, uh, is he in, like, Edo's dorm room or something? Or, like, his own office, or where? Yeah, no, I think he's in the principal's office. It looks like Chancellor Shepard's office. Yeah, I, mean, Commander I watched Shepard's the episodes, office. like, eight whole hours ago, who can remember? Um, But he's doing the fucking, he loves me, he loves me not with the flower mm. petals Oh yeah, Edo's gonna show up. This is his own tarot reading. Yeah. Uh, this is so fucking sad. And it, he, like, ends on, uh, he loves Yule Academy not. And he sort of no. panics. Uh, then he decides, you know what? We'll make our own star. Let's take the, ch- let's take Chaz. Let's, let's, uh, make him a blue again. Uh, it'll be a comeback match. It's called marketing. Look it up. Uh... <laughs> Good. And good. Oh, good. they cut out of the flashback, and Alexis says, That's the most selfish, egotistical thing I've ever heard. To which uh, Crowler responds, Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Why is he so foppish and evil this season? You gotta, you gotta be the best at something. Remember that character yeah, development he true. had last season? It's gone. Fuck that. He's it's evil again. <laughs> tired of, He's now rude. Yeah, tired of being evil. I just want to be loved. Evil again. <laughs> yep. Yeah, he's found uh, love, so he's evil again. Yeah. Uh, but 
Yeah, uh, uh, go kind of like, or, um, Napoleon sort of introduces the duel and, like, he tries to get off the stage and he's too short and he fucking, like, scrambles and falls mm-hmm. off and lands on his ass. This man, this man, like, not an exaggeration, he's, like, two feet tall. Yeah. He's, like, the fucking smallest man to ever live. He's a human chode. Ugh. Uh, he's very silly, though. I like him. Yeah. He's he's not Kronos, but I like that Kronos has a buddy now. Yeah. Kronos has a peer, let's say. I wouldn't call him a peer. He is definitely a lower tier of Kronos, or Crowler. He, he is, he's a sidekick. Uh, he, he's a henchman. Mm-hmm. But he is a husband. He's a henchman. And, uh, yeah, it's true. Uh, love yeah. wins. Love. <laughs> <laughs> Crowler thinks to himself... There's a definite dom-sub relationship between the two. Oh. I'm oh, just saying. Shut up. Who's a dom and who's a sub? You'll never find out. I mean, we know that Crowler loves wearing bondage gear. He's a sub. Kronos uh, in the streets, Napoleon in the sheets. <laughs> uh, so, uh, Crowler <laughs> thinks to himself how Chaz's family's fame and pocketbook will make him the most powerful school chancellor on Earth. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah. dude. Sure. God. Yeah. And, like, from here, like, throughout this whole duel, it... Uh, we get, like, a bunch of trash talk between Reggie and Chaz. Uh, they do call him Reggie. This isn't just Dan. Yeah. <laughs> coming up yeah, with a, it, a nickname for him. Um, <laughs> Re- Reggie's deck is pretty boring. It's all it's all warriors with equip cards. Yeah. Yay. Swords. Swords. Big sword. Daikatana. Uh, <laughs> Reginald the way, Van Howell the Third is about to make you his bitch. By the way, actually, this is a, something that I I noticed in this episode, Max. I don't know if you noticed this as well, but hmm. in the opening, we actually get a scene from the episode that's about to play. Huh? I think. Do we? Yes. So hmm. it's it's very brief, uh, in the op, but uh, you do see, um. Manjame looking up at Big Sword. Oh, huh. yeah, that was a given. Like, I don't know. It it, it was an interesting shot. We'll we'll talk about yeah. his weird fucking sword. <laughs> we'll later. talk about yeah. the, um, we'll, talk, we'll get to that. We'll talk about the very phallic nature of uh, this. Yeah, it's it's <laughs> this. oh yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah. So yeah, Gokaido beats it off the stage. Um, or I'm sorry, Napoleon beats out the stage. Yeah, and Gokaido is like being really rude to Manjame the whole time. He's like, "I looked up to you when I was a kid, and like, I want to show you the ultimate duel, but you're you're a, an Osiris Red now. You're fucking scum." So like, this kid is just a little asshole. I hate this guy's guts. So yeah, much. you're gonna be a slifer lifer, is what he says. That's good. Uh, yeah. I, I also want to point out this that is, uh, this is a pro slife podcast. Head. Yeah. <laughs> Shut up. Uh. <laughs> So, um, I do want to point out that Bonaparte's head audibly gleams a lot because he's bald yes. right on the top. Mm-hmm. It he's does so it shiny. three times in this episode. I so shiny. I honestly didn't realize it was in the sub too. I assume they added it in the dub as a bit. Um, uh, no? yeah. So, uh, Chaz is playing, and he's got the Ojamas. Uh, oh yeah, does he ever? His whole deck. It, it's got elements of, like, his previous decks, but the real stars of this deck are the Ojamas. Uh, yeah. He, like, is... They, they have so much more support now. Yeah. 
His big opening move is to play, like, Ojama Ride, which is, like, this art of the Ojamas, like, suiting up in mechs. Piloting a mech. Yeah. yeah. So, presumably, they are are piloting this XYZ dragon cannon that he then summons using this card. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, because you have to tribute them to summon the machines. Yeah, no, that's what I'm going to fucking believe. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's also called Ojama Death Ride in the sub. (laughs) Of course. Because they have to die for it to work. Oh my god. Um Yeah, uh and uh and. Reggie plays Pot of Greed. It's time to by the way, the way that the with the um, Ojamas go like down the drain with Death Ride is very Team Rocket blasting off again. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, it's, it's... So, what's everyone got for their shot of greed? Water. Water. I have horchata. Oh fuck yeah! Ooh, I love I horchata. Love horchata. Honestly. Yeah, I hadn't had it in a while, and I was picking up uh, wine to cook a dinner. And I saw, and I was like, Audrey can have little a horchata. That's a treat. Uh, I wonder. I wonder if my local store has horchata. I should. I should see. Hmm. Impossible to say. Uh, I recently purchased a ten pack of Fireball because it's cheaper than buying a regular sized bottle and it has more alcohol. Uh, so I'm trying to f- come up with creative uses for it, and I've concocted myself. A hot chocolate mixed with fireball. Oh, yeah, uh, that rules. I, yeah. Hmm. I tried it earlier. It's good, and I'm going to have some again. It's not as hot now, but... Hell yeah. I mean, hot chocolate's good with cinnamon in it. Yeah, so, like... Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that stands to reason. It's pretty good. It is currently, like, 80 degrees today, so the very thought of that's making me feel uncomfortable. Yeah. But... Oh, yeah, no, I... I it, On a it, colder it's... day, absolutely. Yeah, there's maybe, like, two weeks out of a year where I would drink that, but... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. And and doing pot agreed, he's able to um, Gokaido is able to get his one of his sword ladies out again, and he tributes her to summon Guilford the Legend. So it's fucking our, Guilford, our favorite Guilford monsters. Yeah, but he's, he's the legend Gilf. now. Yeah, he's legendary. He's better now. He's, yeah, he leveled up. He got uh, we he prestiged a couple of he couple of levels. Um. Mm-hmm. Yeah, bigger and better Guilford, and. His whole thing is that he can equip as many equip spells as he wants to. So go and also he fucking... can he can he can equip all the ones that are in his graveyard. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah. So he just keeps on equipping more and more swords to him, and Guilford doesn't get more swords. His sword just changes, and it changes and, gets longer, and changes specifically. And eventually, four swords in it is. I don't want to fucking describe it on air. The, the meme that is, this reminded me of. It is. It is. Well, it's a grower, not a shower. Yeah, I, I, I mean, am. So we'll say one more objectable thing like that, Audrey. I will leave the recording. I, I'm just like, like I look like the vain kid. Just like <laughs> when I saw this thing, like trying not to make a dick joke because it's like, come on, like really? It is a fucking. Again, I there's so many words going through my mind that I'm like forcing myself not to say because I don't want it to be recorded, but. It, it is hideous. It is extremely <laughs> phallic. I mean, I would say I would say bad dragon, 
took could could have taken a lot of inspiration from this thing. It's ridged for your pleasure. Yeah. Exactly. Uh it's going to fucking turn into a wild chimpanzee. <laughs> uh, come, come on, let's go. So, uh mm. He's got the Daikatana. I also personally I didn't realize it was a giant penis. I just was am- amazed by Big Sword. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it, that, that you know what, Dan? We should all be so lucky. Dan is innocent. <laughs> huh? So yeah, he uses it to destroy XYZ Dragon Cannon, but then Chaz responds with his own pot of greed. Uh, mm-hmm. Again. Again! <laughs> Big Sippy. Sippy? Do you drink out of it? Oh, no, the shots. I'm... T- <laughs> Leave my embarrassment in. Uh, uh, an indelible stain. Let's see. Uh, um, and is is the drink still good, Dan? It's pretty all right. Uh, I, I, out of all the things I could do with this fireball, this is definitely one of the better things. Oh, that is up there. I always like fireball and um, fireball Jameson and ginger ale. Oh, I'll try that. Very sweet. Um, after playing Bottle of Green, Manja May unveils the newest and, and greatest card in the Ojama Spring 2021 collection. <laughs> Ojamandala. Mm-hmm. Yes. And and the card art is, you know, three Ojamas in like this, like, you know, sort of like concentric geometric mandala pattern. And he says, I have all three of the little fools back on the field. <laughs> Fuck yeah, you do, buddy. Mm-hmm. And he uses Ojama Delta Hurricane. Yes! They just float up right in front of Guilford's face and shake their asses, and <laughs> Guilford is not entertained. He is, he is not reacting to this. This is, he is the most sto- stoic man at the strip club. He's someone, it is his, <laughs> it is his bachelor party, his friends have paid for a lap dance, and he's just thinking about his wife-to-be. He is yep. so not interested. God. <laughs> Though he does have a big sword, so who knows? Maybe he's you just hiding it really well. Sword. Yeah, um, and yeah, Gokaido continues to get so goddamn mad that Manjame's using doo-doo-ass cards like the Ojamas. You're not the Manjame I looked up to. Um, he does some fucking combo. He plays Zoro from One Piece, who has, like, three katanas. And he's... Something, something, cards happen, so it can attack three times, and it attacks all three Ojamas, and Manjame's like, should I flip, uh, what's... I don't remember what the card was, so- but, like, Ojama Delta Wear. Yeah, yeah, you take it. Right, so he he is able to attack basically four times in in this one turn because of a magic card that uh the the kid uses, and uh two of them get destroyed, two of the Ojamas get destroyed, and he's thinking, and and Majime's like, I could bring them back with this with this trap card if I activate it now and then one of them would get sent to the graveyard again, or two, two more of them would get sent to the graveyard and I wouldn't take any damage. But then he's like, no, I will do not separate them. Sold as a unit, no. do not separate them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he, okay. I want to say uh, before, when he's talking about how he used to respect Chaz and look up to him, he said, he says the line literally, you, that you're a second-rate duelist with a third-rate deck. Yeah. So, he says the Kaiba line, but bumped up one 
one rating. I mean, he has a little more respect than anyone has. Yeah. Everyone has more respect than Kaiba ever showed Genochi, so. Yeah, of course. Yeah, the, 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 the line is underground. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, the, the Ojamas are so touched by the suggestion that Manjume would rather take damage for them. And they're all crying and so happy and. He's What's the card finally. that he plays? I, I love what I what I love about this is that they're turning Manjume into a Yakuza boss, but like of the most useless Yakuza in the world. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, the Manjume clan. Yeah, the, the, the Ojama clan. Yeah. <laughs> um Gokaida once again dis- dissing the school. He you know, he's like, Dual Academia was right to put you in red. Your deck is lousy. The dorm food sucks. The dorm leader is a cat, which I love that right there. So Pharaoh's in charge of Osiris right canonically. Yes. Right. Uh, they only they only have two staff members, and now one of them is the principal. So yeah, they're going uh-huh. to they're going to assign anything they can. Yeah. They didn't even have a vice chancellor before, but Crowler was like, well. I'm Chancellor now, so obviously my husband gets a, a job. Yeah, he, what Napoleon is, fucked his way to the top. Yeah, what is the point of any of this if I can't do do a funny nepotism? I know. Uh, uh, and Imajime responds with the speech at the end of Spongebob. I am a goofy goober, because he says, Yeah, all that's true, but there's a layer below the bottom of the barrel. Being at that level has shown me things that you can't see from the heights of the elite. Well, specifically, uh, what, what, what he says is, um, or, or what, what the other guy says is that it's like, man, like the dorms are falling apart and everyone there is a terrible duelist. And Manjame is like, correct. But- every, every, the dorms are falling apart. Everyone is a terrible duelist. And it just like go like does a shoe over to like show and Judai who are like, wait, what? Uh, mm-hmm. And he's like, but you talking about us? I, I have something you don't. And he's like, what is it? character growth <laughs> yeah oh yeah i think like the line in the no no i've got i've got it written down there yeah good good the line in the dub feels like it is just a riff on the original line so yeah let, let me say it let me mm-hmm. say you know i used to be just like you an elitist snob who looked down on everyone around me but i've changed know how now i'm a snob who only looks down on some people Anyway, there's a lesson in there. I'm just not sure where. Uh, th- that's what he says. Uh, can we point out this card that he plays, Ojama Deltaware? Yeah. <laughs> Done this before? This is a new one. I don't think so. Yeah, no, it's, it's, their is... get along, it's their get-along underwear. <laughs> yeah. yeah, this is... They're the... all wearing one pair of underwear. Uh, I, I hate these nasty freaks. I love them, but I hate these nasty freaks. They're disgusting. They're Sour Patch Kids. First they're sour, then they're sweet. Uh... I like why I won't say it, but we fucking I, th- will. I don't think they're either. I think they're bitter all the time. <laughs> uh um Yeah? Yeah, so he uses the he uses these cards to summon Ojama King. Which now does an Elvis impression? Yeah. Did it all did excuse, it do this before? Excuse me? What the fuck? Well he's the king. Obviously. He is the king. But I don't think I he mean, did this in the last duel where he summoned Ojama King. You know, just a little uh-huh. Uh yeah. Thank you very much. And like oh yeah, I God, I, I I'm th- rotating it in my mind. Yeah. Uh and uh Ojama o- Ojama King's just trying out a bit here. He's yeah. just like, "Hey, I've got I've got a new guy. Do you do you want to see it?" <laughs> I'm, try- <laughs> I'm trying out my impressions, my stand up a little bit. Yeah. And 
he upgrades into Mecha Ojama King, uh, which let wow, cool robot. Yeah, he's a big cool robot, and he can summon Ojama machines every turn. Include they like fucking puke out other Ojama machines from their own mouth. It's yeah. disgusting. I hate it's it. Profound and profane. Yeah, uh, he summons one yellow Ojama Ojama machine, and then it yeah they it just spits out another one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like one just crawls out of its mouth. Uh, it's some real horror movie shit, but it's Ojama's. Yeah. Junji Ito could never. Yeah, and each one like does a direct attack for like two hundred points, and there's enough of them that it cuts him down to zero. It's amazing. Yeah. Well, not even direct attacks. They're attacking the samurai guy. But oh. the thing is, whenever they attack, Chaz doesn't lose any life points, but uh, Reggie does. He loses three hundred uh, mm-hmm. life points for each one that attacks a samurai. Yeah. He just chips him down, it rules. Mm-hmm. And after the duel, Manjume says, If you lived a million years, you wouldn't learn what I learned. You couldn't even defeat red duelists. You have no right to look down at reds or at garbage cards. And listen and remember, and then you know what fucking comes next. He does the one ten hundred thousand Manjume Thunder. Even Chaz fucking Kronos is yelling along. Yeah, yes. everyone's cheering Chaz it up. It's great. They're, they're like tossing Chaz him in up. the air. Uh, Jaden hugs him. Uh, yes. And... Uh, he's like, he's like, no, stop! I'm allergic to hugs. <laughs> I'm allergic to affection. He, he is the hero. Get me out of this polycule! He's please, <laughs> please! I'm, I'm breaking out in hives. Uh, and Cronus decides uh, that Chaz should stay a slifer red because yep. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so as everyone as everyone is cheering for him. Judah's like, wow, you defended Osiris Red's honor. That's so cool of you. I knew you would do it for us. And all the Osiris Reds come down and they're like, you did it for us. You did it for us. And he's like, I no, I didn't. No, stop. And Kronos is like, oh, well, it would be cruel of me to separate you from a, a dorm you so clearly are so attached to. So I think... You'll stay as an Osiris Red. What do you think, everyone? And everyone's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And Manjami's like, I'm in hell. I'm in hell. I'm in hell. <laughs> yeah, it's... He can't get a fucking break, poor guy. <laughs> no one wins here. No one wins here. <laughs> Jaden wins. So that's Jade, right. Yeah, Jaden wins. That's Super right. Judai, Judai and the Polycule continue to... They stay winning. Yay. They stay fucking winning. Um, And we also get an epilogue here because... Later that day, it's the evening time. Uh, Show's walking by the principal's office in the evening, and he overhears Napoleon once again telling Kronos the plan to eliminate uh, the Osiris Storm to get an elite education. Mm-hmm. And Kronos doesn't really. He's like, oh, I don't know about that. And and Napoleon fucking wounds his pride by saying it's because of this attitude that you will only ever be acting headmaster. Damn, he's so fucking mean, but I love him. He's compelling. <laughs> uh, doesn't make any sense. Yeah, but it compels me. Exactly. Oh god, put Kronos and Nice out too. Yeah, so Cyrus runs all the way back to uh uh Cypher Red Dorm and he tells him about this. And he does seem to think that them taking out being taken out does mean they will be assassinated by the mafia. That's yeah, right. he's like it's like in these movies I've seen. These guys in black show up and they say, Hey, you're gonna f- sleep with the fishes tonight and th- that's what they're gonna do to us. <laughs> And then, and then they uh-huh. hear they hear some like rattling outside, and Cyrus is like, "That's it, we're gonna get whacked." <laughs> uh, and they go outside, and uh, 
Chaz is just having a new, like, some renovations done on this Irish yeah. Red Door. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Slifer Red. Stuck there. Monjame is saying, you know, I my, my head feels so heavy. I was really thinking of getting uh, guillotined to take care of that. Because, <laughs> uh, boy, the shit he is pulling here. Every rich person in the world of Yu-Gi-Oh! needs to be guillotined. I'm not joking. No, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Get to use your wealth. I, I was like, I was feeling so bad for him at the end of this episode too, being like, "Oh man, that sucks for you, dude." But then he pulls this shit, and I'm like, "Never mind." <laughs> yeah, no, just kidding. I don't feel bad anymore. And that's episode. Yeah, that's episode. Good start to the season, I think. Good start to the season. This season's going to be so absolutely buck wild already. Like, I can't, can't fucking wait. I can't believe that one episode in- <laughs> introduced Napoleon Tyranno and. uh Edo. Edo and Edo at the same time. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, these, the, you know, like at first I was sort of cold to these episodes, but I've really warmed up over the course of the discussion. They're fun. Uh, it's good. We gotta start somewhere. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They can't all be bangers. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, so, uh, so, for this, uh, week's post show segment, I am doing a Beyond Tune World. You're going to love this. Trust me. Beyond Tune So, as alluded to before, (laughs) we are talking about Akira Ishida. Uh... As Audrey was so kind to describe, uh, Akira Ishida plays a lot of, like, uh, svelte anime boys, uh, with just heavy gay coding, you know. Uh, some of his highlights include Gara from Naruto, uh, he, uh, let's see, uh, some character from Kingdom Hearts, let me double, oh, he plays, uh, both... Bayakura Togami and the Ultimate Imposter in Danganronpa 2. Uh, I'm Poster? Uh, ah. So, Akira Ishida Amog- is sus. Amogus? Yeah. He plays, like, Cho Hakai in uh, Sayuki, which is, like, one of my favorite seasons, uh, series ever. Kaoru in Neon Genesis Evangelion. Mm-hmm. Um, he's Fisheye in Sailor Moon. Fuck Grass. yeah. Uh, <laughs> Makoto Yuki and Persona 3. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, all, oh, all sorts of people in Persona 3. All three of them. Makoto, Ryuji, and I'm just deaf. Uh, Takenaba <laughs> Hanbei and Sengoku uh, Basara. Author and Zala in all the fucking Seed Gundam. Uh, Ikolo in all of the uh, Puyo Puyo games. Uh, let me. Holy shit. Cavendish uh, in One Piece. Uh, he played Ed in at least one or two, uh, voice versions of, uh, uh, Pokemon stuff. Uh, he's played, uh, Ienzo from Kingdom Hearts. Uh. Oh. Uh, oh, Zexion. Mm-hmm. You wanna know, you wanna know a funny one that he's played, actually? Yeah. Uh, so before part five came out, he was Dopio in the JoJo's, uh, JoJo's the game. fucking, like, PS2 game. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he was, he was wow. Dopio. Fuck yeah. His name was Adopio. Oh, so in, in the part five game... Yeah, for, like, the PS2? No, no, no. The yeah. beat-em-up for, like, PS4. Yeah. Yeah, Eyes of Heaven. 
Oh, okay. Oh, oh, I thought. Okay, never mind. No, you're right. I thought. I thought you meant like the golden. Nah. Fucking hell. He was Kuja in Dissidia NT. Oh my god. Uh. He has I, the fucking reign. He has. He has the nastiest career ever. He he's done so much shit. Good god. Yeah. Oh. Uh, I also was able to pull up some of his uh, dubs roles in, like, live-action films. Oh, fuck yeah, these are always so good. Yeah, uh, just off of a few of them include uh, Jimmy Blevins and All the Pretty Horses, Terry the Toad Fields and American Graffiti, Luke Skywalker in the special edition dub of Star Wars Episode Four: A New Hope, uh, okay. Wesley Crusher in Star Trek The Next Generation and Jake he Sisko in Deep Space Nine. <laughs> Wesley! Uh, no! I'm just gonna run through a fucking brick wall right now. Uh, Tom Marvolo Riddle in the uh, <laughs> Japanese dub of Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secret- Secrets. Oh my god. Secrets. <laughs> Fuck. The, the Chamber of Secrets. Uh, yeah. Uh, and, good god. And just just a little bit, like, for funsies as well. Uh, he does also have, as I said, a very storied uh, BL career. Mm-hmm. Um, Good for him. Yeah, so uh, he's been in some pretty well-known ones, including Boku no Sekuhara, um, My Sexual Harassment, which is very famous Great. for a corn cob scene. Oh my um, god, that's where the corn cob scene is from? Yeah, that's from Boku no Sakuhara. Uh, <laughs> uh, so he was he was in Boku Glad no Sakuhara. I don't know what this is. He was in it's Yeah, a, I'm with you, buddy. I mean it's exactly what you think it is. Uh it, he was Ugh. in he was in um Sakisho. Um he was in Oh god. Yeah. A a lot of a lot of uh He's he's been in a lot of gay. Gaku and Alice, there is one. Um, yeah, mm. yeah. Fucked up. Uh, sorry, did I interrupt you, you going talking. through going through the dubs? By the way, I'm absolutely sorry not. Abs- okay. I I needed this information. Yeah. So, you know, like when I when I say when I say that Ake Ishida has made a career off of playing homosexuals, I'm not joking. Mm. Um, Damn it. I never doubted you. Yeah, but he—I would say that he is for me one of the two most like notable seiyu in terms of playing act in terms of either actual BL roles or like just extremely gay coded characters. The other one is um, Takahiro Sakurai. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. All right. Hell yeah. Fuck yeah. Uh, what a <laughs> what an exhausting Beyond Toon world. Uh, let's. <laughs> Let's read some asks. Uh, Let's do it. If you want to send us a question, either message us on a questions post uh, that we post. We try to aim for like either the day of or day before uh, recording. Uh, so usually Monday or Tuesday. Uh, but we've we've got a questions channel in our Discord where you you can just toss fucking anything in there at mm-hmm. any time, and we'll probably answer it. Yeah. Uh, let um. I got some on Twitter yep. ready. On Twitter, uh, friend of the show Milk at MilkSucubus1 asks, which Ojama can throw it back the hardest? Um, so what does throw Yellow. it back mean? Yellow. Uh, have you have you seen the um and take it back, 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 back with Wario? Hmm. I don't think I have. Uh, <laughs> you you can't, Audrey. You really can't say that kind of shit to me right after that Beyond Toon World segment. 
I, I can only take so much. You, 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 have you seen this, Max? I'm pretty sure I have. It sounds horribly yeah, it's, familiar. it's just, it's just someone, like, fucking around in, uh, in Oh, I see or, what or, this uh, is. Yeah. I'm looking it up. Uh, but yeah, it's mm-hmm. gotta be Ojama Yellow. Uh, it is. It's Ojama Yellow. It is Ojama Yellow. Uh-oh. Yeah. Um, also on Twitter, JobHunterHunter, at SamHammer99, asks us, if you had to pick one of the Ojamas to be your dual spirit companion, which would those awful, nasty, wonderful boys would it be? Hmm. Don't make me choose. I think Ojama I Black. Mean, I like I like his accent in the dub. Mm-hmm. I I guess I'd also say Ojama Yellow again, just because he's the one with the most defined personality that we've gotten so far. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm lean. I, you know what? I'll go with Ojama Black. Like I said, I like his fun three. Or well, like Argyle said, I love his fun Three Stooges voice. <laughs> yeah, it's got to be Yellow to me, just because. Minion. Of how much of a fucking, yeah, how much of a fucking nasty freak he is. I just want him around. <laughs> I just want to hang out. Mm. I'm too I also do appreciate, like, the level of hype man that Yellow specifically is at. Yeah. He's literally, oh, you, I, oh, God. There's a thing in part seven of JoJo that is basically that. Mm-hmm. You'll get there. <laughs> Eventually. <laughs> Eventually. Uh, what are our Discord questions? Uh, Hornmeister, Ojama Usurper, asks... I want the schoolhouses to be named and styled after various Ojamas instead of Egyptian god cards, but Seto Kaiba will most certainly be unwilling to let that happen. How can I gaslight him into thinking that it was his idea in the first place? Uh. Uh. So, you have to draw muscles on them, first of all. Ojama Green's already there. You have to make him look strong. No, no, it's not about the muscles. It's about how closely do they resemble dragons. Oh, okay, 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 good, good. We gotta give him horns, we gotta give him wings and fangs. Hmm, okay, Can this we just is give good. them little Tails. costumes? Little costumes, you ha- good. We ha- you have to create an artificial shortage so that there's only three Ojamas. Uh, yes, exactly. Um, Can we, we get a blue-eyes white Ojama? We got- yeah, exactly, we gotta give him uh, cans of Axe body spray and lighter so they can, like, pretend to breathe fire, because that's always a fucking cool we thing We have to, to go mm-hmm. into the Egyptian afterlife and tell Atem that he needs to incorporate the Ojamas into yes. his deck. Just give him a second deck, an Ojama-based deck, and have him use it against Kaiba a couple times. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Yu-Gi-Oh! director's cut. <laughs> uh, he doesn't have Dark Magician, need- he doesn't have fucking... <laughs> Any of the other ones. We it's need to go to the ancient Egyptian afterlife and tell Kisara to get a little nasty and weird with it. <laughs> Kisara, hey, uh, can you make your vibes more rancid for us, please? So we can get so we can get our blue eyes white Ojama. This is a branding exercise. Exactly. Uh, uh, Destiny Hero Legmuff, aka uh, uh, number one Edelgard stand uh, near a wyvern, asks, "How many edgy '90s comic antiheroes would fit in right in as Destiny heroes?" Now, here's the thing. I think we should do this later. I assume that this is Aster's deck archetype, yeah. but because he did not use the deck, I don't know anything about it. Yeah. So, sorry. Yeah. We'll answer this in a different episode. Sure. We're, we're saving this. Yeah. I'll pin it to remind you. Uh, yeah, I have to I say, to I am that. excited about the concept of an anti-hero deck. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm. that, that sounds great. Yeah. Uh, I, I do love that. Uh, Bay. Blake, duh, a.k.a. Aroviru, asks, What uniforms would Ojama-based houses wear? Uh, Red flowery thongs, next question. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. nothing else. I mean, no, they would wear. They would all be flower uh, thongs, but the color would change with the house. Yeah, 
Oh, let's fucking go. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, but it's gotta I know, be red. I know. They, they all wear all, red. They... No, I got, it, I got, it, I got, it, I got it. it. It's a yellow flowery thong, green flowery thong, and a black flowery thong, and the teachers wear the red ones. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Wait, 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 wait. I, I think the shirt and pants. I think those. I think it would still be jackets, colored appropriately for the Ojama, but the 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 pants just right around the thong area would be red. But it's still long pants, you know. So they're not. Okay, it's, okay. Not just kids it's like the illusion of a thong. Bathing yeah. suits all the time. It's, yeah. it's wearing your underwear on the outside to make it look like a superhero. I got it. Yeah, or the or yeah, yeah you know what? Yeah, that, Clark that's got to yeah. be it. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Absolutely. Good. Uh, you like Chaz? Judai's yeah. Judai's super into it because he feels like an elemental hero. Oh fuck yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Z Paladin asks, "Would a Destiny slash Elemental Heroes Ojama just be a Rob Liefeld massive lumps?" Uh, Unfortunately, that's Electrum already. Yeah, yeah. Fuck that, hate guy. that guy. Fuck that still, guy. Still need to find out more about these Destiny heroes. Sorry. Yeah. And our last question uh, from non-binary with left dragonkin, aka Cassidy, asks. If you were to compare the GX crew to celebrities, who would be who? I'll start. Edo Phoenix is Tom Cruise. Now, I respect your your choice, but I don't think Edo looks like a black man doing whiteface, so I, I don't know if he really looks like Tom that Cruise. That was Robert Downey Jr., wasn't it? Yeah. That's... Oh, no, wait. No. Wait. He, no, uh, no, no. Robert Downer Jr. is a oh. white man doing blackface. Tom oh, Cruise is a black bro. man oh, doing no, whiteface. Oh, no, Bobby Schmurda. No, I got you, I got you, I got you. What? He needs to be looking... The bitch on Bobby with the tools? <laughs> yeah. Acting like a fool. Okay, I got it, I got it. Bobby with the tools. Uh, Sliding over cars when I shoot, when I shoot. Uh, Okay, all right, we got there. Wow, that one fucking whizzed over my brain. <laughs> I do appreciate that someone did jump in as I was saying that and left. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Morg joined. <laughs> Morg, Morg had enough. <laughs> um, let me hit y'all. Judai Yuki is Timothy Chalamet. Mm. At this point, un- un- my mind has already gone over to like what would be the funniest celebrity to play each character, not like who do they resemble or what do they remind you of. But like, come on. Mm. Well, I'm gonna say uh, I I have one answer, which is Kronos is Jim Carrey. Okay. Yeah. Oh, fucking easy. Yeah, easy pick. Yeah. Uh, that's why I had it so quick. <laughs> uh, Danny DeVito is Jean-Louis Bonaparte. Uh, yes, yes, yes. Uh, Cyrus is uh, is a. Uh, oh, why am I forgetting his name? Uh, awkward dude. Um, Arrested Development. Michael Sarah. Michael Sarah. Adult Michael Sarah. Okay, no, that's good. That's good. Yeah, actually, that, I like yeah, that. I do. I do enjoy that. Um, Oscar's Blake Lively. Mm-hmm. Okay, sure. Uh, ooh, uh, see, I can't think of any like any Hollywood actor who's like has the sheer like charm and energy as Judai, who's also not like a noted sex creep or something. Yeah. Right. Hayato's Josh Gad. Okay. What if Hi? Okay, no, that's fucking yeah, yeah. That's choice. That's choice. <laughs> that's better than me. That could be it. Hmm. Judai's the hardest, isn't he? Uh. Hmm. I mean, Chumley could be like, what's his name? Uh, Jonah Seth Hill. Rogen. No, I was thinking more of a Seth Rogen. Oh, yeah, I was. I was also thinking Seth Rogen, but I. I but that's because I get him mixed up with Jonah Hill. <laughs> I mean, I was but thinking I, I think, of Josh Gad. I think Jonah Hill has. Who also gets mixed up with Jonah Hill? 
No, you, I, J- Josh yeah, Gad is yeah. the much better choice. I yeah, think. they have the, the the three same energies, really. Did you have something down? I'm just... No, I, I got nothing. Hmm. Misawa is... Her- I mean, hey. If- Misawa, Misawa is Harry Styles trying to burst into an acting career. Hmm. Hmm. Jaden is Jack one Black. Week. I just want one week where Audrey doesn't say something that hurts. <laughs> one week. <laughs> who's... I'm sorry. Jaden is Jack Black. <laughs> Oh uh, yeah, no, that's it. That's it. Oh, Shut it down. Yeah, we got yeah, it. We got modern it, day, modern day. Yeah, he's like modern day, big beard, hair. all that. <laughs> yes, good. I'm, I'm, Fuck yeah. I'm Jaden Yuki. I'm 16 years old. Hello. Well, now he has <laughs> you know, to yeah, be. It'll be like it'll be like Fushemi saying hello, fellow kids. Yeah. No, it'll be like fucking John C. Riley and Dewey Cox, where they just didn't ma- bother making him look like a sixteen-year-old. He just looks like that, but he it, but he just said he's sixteen, so it's fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, thank you for questions. Fucking yeah. good ones. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm sorry about the Destiny Heroes ones, but we just, the guy who plays the Destiny Heroes deck literally didn't play them this time. So yeah, we 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 don't have enough information to uh, m- more input needed. We haven't gotten to um, the Egyptian god tarot cards yet. Hey, if you if you want if you want to talk about Destiny yep. Heroes on our podcast, just go back to the Get Your Game On segment. Dan did a bunch of oh. it. Hey, yeah. Uh, plugs? Yeah, plugs. Uh, I guess I'll go first. Uh, I'm Dan. You can find me at a lot of places. You can find all those places at linktr.ee/big underscore challenges. From there, you can find my Twitter. At Bigger Challenge. You can find the other podcasts I do, which include The Sonic Shuffle, a random and holistic Sonic lore podcast, Stranger's Fiction, an actual play podcast focused on one shots, uh, and Video Game, the movie, the podcast, which will, will have its first recording this Saturday, uh, and we're gonna be talking about the Super Mario Brothers movie. It's a, it's a monthly podcast about video game movies. Uh, and last but not least, you can visit at Xbox underscore holiday, where Usher celebrates holidays with Xbox. And I do not think there's much going on right now, but let me check just to be sure. Just to be sure. Uh, next. Memorial Day is soon-ish. Y- yeah. Uh... Shavuot was yesterday. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, let's see. The honestly, the closest thing is like two weeks from now. There's the start of June, which is Pride Month, and uh, Yugi Moto's birthday. Oh, and Ronald Reagan's hey, death day. day. Woohoo! Uh, yeah, fuck oh, you. Oh, and Shinji Akari's birthday the day after that. Hey, a lot of Evangelion references. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Welcome to the Akashima Zone. We're gonna be here for a while. <laughs> Welcome to. Welcome to Audrey's Fun Time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Welcome to my my other special interest corner. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Uh who's next? Argyle. Me? Yeah. Hit I've been Argyle. You can find me on Twitter at Argyle underscore funk. You can also listen to uh Wow Cool Robot, which is about G Gundam. We're talking about G Gundam, me, Max, and Audrey. Uh it's uh, it's a a big funny show with big funny robots. Um, you can also listen to com- com- d- 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 
I forgot how to say the name of my own show. You can also listen to KMRO-FM, a.k.a. Kamarocho Radio. It's about Yakuza. We're currently talking about Yakuza 2, and our next episode that is going to go up, which is actually going to go up before this, uh, that you're listening to right now, is going to be about Chapter 12, a.k.a. Osaka Castle, and it will feature Dan. Hey! Um, that's one of the most batshit chapters in the entire series, oh my so God. Uh, give that one a listen. I fucking love Osaka Castle. Um, so, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, Max. I, I continue. I've been Max. Oh, sorry. Can... Sorry. Hmm? You can go. Oh, I was just going to say, I continue to uh, hold the headcanon that Majima Construction made Osaka Castle. The Go to Osaka Castle is a near and dear headcanon in my heart. Absolutely. You're right. Uh, I've been Max. You can find me on Twitter at MaxVigillion. Among my other shows includes Welcome Robot that Argyle mentioned, G Gundam fucking rules. It is very, very delightful, very stupid, very entertaining. Um, and my other show, Slappers Only, a video game music showdown podcast. Um, our latest episode is on Bravely Default 2, and this weekend we'll be recording Katamari Damashi with a little special guest who may or may not be on this call right now. <laughs> oh my god. That'll be a fucking fun time. Look out for it. Uh, uh... Gesturing at Audrey for no reason. <laughs> you good? Yeah, that's all okay. I got. Okay. Uh, I've been Audrey. You can also hear me on Wild Cool Robot, a very chill uh, show, as Max and Argyle said, about funny robots and nothing serious happening (laughs) whatsoever. There are no dead bodies. Don't worry about it. It's fine. Uh, (laughs) you... I don't have any other projects in the making at the moment, though. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge about this weekend. (laughs) Uh, and, um, but you can... Find me personally on uh, at Optimum on Prime on Tumblr and Twitter. And if you're interested in hearing more from me in the future, you can follow at The Reticulation. That is T-H-E-R-E-T-I-C-U-L-A-T-I-O-N on Tumblr, Twitter, and Facebook for updates about a website I am launching with a friend of mine to highlight and uplift our conversation around a pop culture criticism. And collectively, Hey. We have been Pot of Greed. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are a member of the Noise Space XYZ, XYZ network. You can find us at noisespace.xyz or on Twitter at Pot of Greedcast. Uh, at the end of the episode, uh, we'd like to give a little shout out to some more of our uh, patrons. And if you'd like to uh, be one of those patrons, you can go to our uh, Patreon, which is uh, Patreon slash Pot of Greed. Uh, and if you give five dollars, uh, you get your name shouted out at the end. Uh, like these lovely patrons: Colton Crow, Joel Thomas, Keith McLean, Morg Haunting the Morgue, and Riley Hopkins. Thank you very Thanks. much. Yay! got to Thank I, you for the money. I gotta say, I've mm-hmm. had a couple of. Uh, Rough spots financially over the last couple weeks, and that money has helped me a lot. Uh, yeah, you make our lives measurably better by donating to us, and we appreciate it very, very much. And look, and look you. at your just reward. <laughs> <laughs> this is what your oh. money hath wrought. Yeah. All right, what say we put this one to bed? Mm-hmm. I place myself face down, and Mecha Ojama King turns my fucking bones into dust. <laughs> <laughs>
I set myself face down and vomit out another version of myself, which vomits out another version of myself, which vomits out another version of myself. It's happening again. Uh, I set myself face down, and, uh, I think my... Uh, I set myself face down and end my turn. Uh, peach! peach. I don't have peach. Any peach.